Welcome to episode one of the Slink Institute presents. I'm Eric Aldez, Slinky Redfoot. Uh, thanks for joining us. If you're here live, I appreciate it. Uh, if you're watching at a later or listening to it at a later date, thanks for chiming in. I appreciate it. It is our very first official episode. And when I thought about what I'm going to do for my first episode, I had a very short list um, of people I wanted to have on the first episode. And it was about one people long, and my guest today is comedian, writer, actor, podcast host, J. Chris Newberg. Thanks for coming to the show, J. Chris Newberg. Well, what are the odds you got the person that you wanted to get on your list? I, I know. You know, well, we were, we're still shooting for Spielberg. Yeah, I got I got I got Grace working on that. She's still trying to contact his people. So uh yeah, thanks for coming, man. I appreciate it. Uh we did a couple of, of your shows together and uh you were kind of one of the guys that said uh hey, you know what? You you'd be pretty good at this, man. So uh I appreciate that. Um And here we are. You're and here we are. You can feel the magic. Absolutely. And I have my uh Detroit shirt on for uh J. Chris Newberg because you are known for wearing Detroit stuff when you uh yeah when you perform. Uh so um I thought I always absolutely yeah uh chris and i met uh back in the 90s we were both in uh in um fans you were both in van halen um i did the triangle what were you playing back then uh i was the tour bus for the day crew sure right exactly i appreciate you know what it's a it's a lot of moving parts to make that it is, uh, it is to make that kind of stuff happen um yeah. I, I was hoping to get up to smoke machine but you know it never you never materially exactly yeah you know aim high though aim high now mm -hmm. let's get, let's get into it tons of crazy stuff went on this week in this world and i would like to talk about none of it okay none of it um great segment yeah i think uh yeah that's kind of what we do over at the eat drink and be merry page is like not anything all that important uh okay. so that's kind of our gig so i i want to talk about you though uh you are a really successful comic and and by successful i mean you've done everything from performing in people's living rooms and backyards mm -hmm. to national tv tonight show america's got talent like you do you you must love what you do to be able to go across that grand scheme of things i mean is that is that a, a good way to, to, to say it like I'll just, I just love performing. Yeah. I mean, I miss it. <clears throat> I miss it quite a bit, sure. which is, which is why I've been lately just going live on my, just playing guitar to anyone who wants to listen. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, I love it. It's wonderful. It's just gone at the moment. I don't know mm -hmm. when it's coming back. Yeah, no, man, I hear you. Um, I, I'm slightly in the same position. I mean, as a bartender, I'm almost in the entertainment industry. Right. Although uh, I'm also a professional enabler or social lubrication expert, whatever you want to call it. Sure. Um, so, like, um, are your favorite gigs the big ones or the little ones or it doesn't matter? Or is it all the same to you, man? Is it just the material? I got it. This is what I'm doing. I don't know, man. You know, because, like, there's so many different um, – strange bullshit poetic answers that you read you know right. in interviews and then in, like you see like you know if you look at the movie almost famous you've got the lead singer you go i find you know what tell him i look for the one guy in the audience who isn't getting off and i try to get that guy off right right yeah 
like long gone are the days of me thinking that, you know, (laughs) and I don't, I mean, that's definitely like a twenties or thirties thing probably, but I just do it because I want to. And it's like, if you ever like want to see pure joy, as far as entertainment is concerned, everyone, once in a while, Mike Ridley will pop on Facebook and it'll, he'll just say tip jar. And it's just him, you know, how he used to play colleges and four green oh, yeah. fields. And, and he'll just be doing, he'll just be doing covers for like 90 minutes and he's just having the best time. Yeah. And I'm like, that's that, this guy figured it out. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, that whole, uh, if you do what you love, you'll, you'll drive yourself into the ground loving it, I guess. Is that how it goes? Something like that? I suppose. I mean, yeah. Yeah. No. I mean, and I know you're a uh, a student of comedy. I like there's uh, some people I like to listen, talk about comedy as a thing. Mm-hmm. And um, so I got a couple questions about this because I've known a couple of people who have become comedians, but I knew them before they were comedians. And I know some people who know people who became comedians. And I'm going to say, maybe this is just my short spot in the world, that 70% of those people say, say like, yeah, I knew him in high school. He wasn't really that funny. I mean, he had a good sense of humor or whatever, but he, you know, he wasn't class clown or whatever. And I go like, you know, you think that class clown, Mr. Wacky, lampshade on the head, guy is going to become the comedian and i've found at least in my very short scope i mean you know the business more than me and more of the people but um do you have to be funny to be a comic or a comedian i mean it because i've been told that you really don't you just have to be good or a student of it or, or more of the sociology thing Oh, I mean, I I know that's a big question. I know. I know. I think you absolutely have to be good at comedy. I think you can get better at it, Mm -hmm. but you have to kind of understand where it's coming from, uh, what your place in it is. I mean, like if you're just a joke writer and you don't like, and it's not personal, then you're a joke writer and you don't necessarily, I guess, I mean, you can be a joke writer and not be funny. There's a ton of people who write jokes that aren't funny. Sure. But, but comedy subjective. So there's always going to be some person who thinks it's funny. And uh, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't know the answer to it other than I know how much work I put into it and I know how hard it is to do correctly. And I can't really, I see people who are wickedly more successful than I, that I sure think that I'm as good as, but yeah, you know, there's a difference between going online and performing to 3 million people per an episode and three. I mean, it's like, who's having fun? Obviously sure. the 3 million person, but you know, you got to just do what you got to do. Cause if you ever try to chase, like there's a great, there's a great Don Rickles quote. I love him. that. I would, that was in his book and it was so good. It was, um, it was when you first take the stage, the audience is divided into thirds um, one third will hate you immediately. One third will love you unconditionally. And the other third is completely indifferent and does not care. If you go after the people who hate you or the people who are indifferent, you'll lose a hundred percent of the audience. And, you know, I've always thought that's a great 
way to do it. So I guess just be yourself, be what you do, bring what you bring to the table, do your best. And the people who connect with it are going to connect. And the people who don't are going to be like, you're dumb. Sure. Exactly. And, and, and branching off this, and I find this part of comedy fascinating, uh, the you're dumb people, um, hecklers. Now, I, you know, I've seen you live a few times, and you do a lot of crowd interaction. When somebody yells something out to you, you engage them. Uh, yeah, no, what did you say? What do you mean? Um, mm -hmm. And then I've seen other comedians just try to roll past it, just just. But then you see these um, guys who um, have the hecklers and they craft a got to be impromptu, at least to some point, thing where they can make the person that is heckling them angry, but make everyone else around them laugh. And to me, I find that fascinating. I can I have to insult you or like defend myself from you. Right. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, not come off like a dick and still make everybody laugh. And the heckling thing has just always been like a like sometimes I get caught in a rabbit hole on YouTube, just watching people deal with hecklers in different ways. And some people just, yeah, you know what? Fuck you. I don't come to your job, you know, whatever. And then some take whatever has been said and twist it around and make it into almost a, from what I assume is an impromptu bit. Have you have to had to deal with hecklers in a in a in a big way or not that much or? I mean, not really. I mean, I'm not afraid of those motherfuckers. It's sure. like it's just it's just you just you're you're given an opportunity to defuse a bomb, and you mm -hmm. can you can throw yourself on it or you can just let it explode and kill a million people, or you can defuse it. And I always try to defuse to the best of my ability. And um, you know, sometimes, I mean, it, it's really, I can think of maybe two times in the history of, of me performing that I've been unsuccessful. One time was I was in Cahoga Falls, Ohio at a club called Hilarities. And my, my intro music was um, old dirty bastards, uh, baby, I got your money. Excellent. Excellent. And uh, I didn't know how rednecky and racist the crowd was that particular evening and they fucking hated me <laughs> <laughs> oh my god just like from that song i was just they're like you stupid motherfucker like, i'm right. like oh man so it was that and it was like the exact same show and i was just like try i was like i kind of got him back and when i mm -hmm. say kind of i mean i kind of got him back and there was this beautiful woman sitting in the front row with her boyfriend or husband or fiance mm -hmm. she had this gorgeous smile it was it was illuminating and i was like and i wanted to say look at you and your big beautiful smile that's what i wanted to say sure that was and in the I, head right there yeah and i was like look at you and your big teeth and it was like <laughs> it was as if all the work i'd done it just went away it went away and uh, you know yeah, but I don't care. I mean, like, I've I've definitely like I don't I don't you know I don't encourage people to say something, and I'm not like one of those people like comedian owns heckler. Sure, it's just, it's just some loud drunk person who says something that they forget they're in public, and you just have to quiet them down. Yeah, no, I appreciate. It. Yeah, no, I mean, it's, like I said, it's one of those things where you see different people, different comics address it different ways. Like I think I saw. Uh, 
who's the guy who who played who who was on um arrested development who was blue really funny right. com- really funny comic uh the glasses the with uh the tom and dave show or something i don't know anyway i saw him um like get heckled in like boston and he just screamed at people it wasn't mm-hmm. funny it wasn't um um mr show with um I know you're thinking about the bald dude who was an actor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Anyway, he was doing a stand-up thing, and um, David Cross. David Cross, and somebody started, you know, busting his balls, and he just like lost his. Sh- yeah, somebody said David Cross. Somebody typed it in. Thank you, Facebook user. Still have to figure out how to get names on this thing. I don't. Yeah, know. yeah. You're gonna have to have them say their name. Okay. Yeah. Oh, it's always gonna say Facebook user. Once in a while, it does not okay rock and roll all right yeah but he just like went off and just like you know what i hate about this town and just like i'm like i don't know is that the right move man but hey i guess everybody's got their thing all right enough about you let's talk about something super important i have a question for you okay jay chris newberg yep are most foods better in ball form i think so i mean or on a stick you know, it's just like, uh, you know, or just in a container. Like if there's like a meat cup, I think that would be like if you just okay. serve like meat as a cup. Mm-hmm. I think it would. Uh, yeah. Like in the jerk, it was a cup of pizza. I think it was. Yeah. Right? Pizza, pizza yeah. in a cup. They pizza in a cup. Yeah. They're the best pizza in a cup and, and the whole thing. Yeah. Right. Uh, wait, someone said something. Oh, Charles Goddard says. Oh, oh no, Charlotte. Yeah. Charlotte Goddard. I apologize. Such yeah. a large percentage of hecklers are just saying for their 15 seconds of fame, it's impressive if a comedian can turn it back on them. doesn't make or break the show, Charlie. Um, yeah, I agree. I agree. You just have to um, – I mean, like, you really can't look like an asshole. That's, right. That's the key component. You can't just be like, oh, yeah, talking my thing. This is what I hate about that town. I, you know, I've, I, have, I have lost my shit one time. Um, I was on stage at Meadowbrook. And then we can talk about meat in a cup. Um, I was on stage at Meadowbrook and I was opening up for Care Top and it was sold out. And I was instructed to not swear. And I said, okay, no problem. And uh, I go on and I and I'm getting ready to leave. And like, and I'm and I I can't, it was my first like shed show with just my guitar. So there was a lot of people and I was figuring timing out and everything. Right. And I get to the end and I'm like, all right, well, this is my last song. Thank you guys so much. And this guy goes, you suck. And I don't think anyone heard him but me. Right. So I just went off on this guy for like two minutes. I was just like, 7,000 of you have been amazing. One of you has been a fuck face. <laughs> that guy. And it was just like, and I got off stage and I literally was banned from, from Meadowbrook for life. Wow. Banned from Meadowbrook. Yeah, well, that's all right. It's not that great of a, you know, the the acoustics, at least back when I saw the 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 and the cranberries, it wasn't that great. I, you know, it's, yeah, it is what yeah, it is, but yeah, it's like yeah. that that taught me to never do that again. Yeah, so yeah. talking about meat, right? Yeah, so meatballs because you gave me a I want to, I don't want to, uh, hyperbole an, an emergency phone call mm-hmm. about meatballs on yeah. what was it, uh, New Year's Eve or for New Year's Eve, Christmas. Or, for Christmas Eve. Okay, that's what it was. How did those meatballs turn out? I think they turned out great. Okay. Um, 
here's the only minus of that meatball situation though because mm-hmm. it was during the day and there was sports on so i decided to get one of those trays at the grocery store with the cheese and the summer sausage and the crackers sure. and i had one little tiny bag of the summer sausage and i've never been sicker in my entire life i got food poisoning so i didn't really get a chance to experience the meatballs for like two days after but here's by that the thing. time they're perfect your, here's your problem man uh, you ate the summer sausage in December. Yeah, you're Can the it, second person to say that. It's out of it's out of season, man. It's out of season. It was yeah. out of it just it was out of sight. It just fucked yeah. me up. Yeah, now I hear it. Yeah, I mean, summer sausage. You're pretty good from like May to September, and then afterwards, you know, figure it out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we <laughs> Grace, uh, can we get the meatballs in? For the show, the bit where I show the Eric's balls on the one second, Chris. Mm-hmm. Grace, what do you mean the oven? We, it was part of the. All right, so we don't have my. There was going to be a bit where I brought out balls, but evidently it was a problem with Grace not turning on the. Turning on the oven. All you had to we we did a test run. All right, I guess uh, we're gonna have to end that. Uh, Grace, don't no, don't just make yourself a martini or something, hun. Don't worry about. It. I love you, babe. We'll talk about this later. Anyway, so I guess I was gonna have a good finish with the ball thing, with the ball bit, and have the balls come up. Mm-hmm. But, but Grace is ev- under pressure. Well, Grace under pressure. Evidently, something wrong with the stove and not turning it on. Anyway, all right. So I'm gonna steal a little bit from you. I don't uh, uh, the 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 quiz, which I love on your podcast. Heroin has a great publicist, uh, and you hit me with a couple of great quizzes. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna give you five, and what we're gonna do is finish the lyric. So I'm gonna read you a lyric, mm-hmm. and then you have to finish it with the 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 correct uh, next line or phrase. You know, however okay. maybe. All right, right. Um, and uh, if you are stumped and you need a hint, I will re- I'll, I'll sing the lyric to you, and hopefully the melody helps you out. Okay. You understand what I'm saying? So, I like, for, for example, if I said, there's a lady who knows all that glitters is gold. And she works on Seven Mile in Southfield at a jewelry store. Correct. So, you know, but if right. I had to sing it, then I would go, there's a lady who knows, you know, then I would do it that way. Yeah. All right, so we're on the same page. Awesome. Yeah. All right. All right, so question number one, or lyric number one, we don't even have pictures, just memories to hold that grow sweeter each season as we slowly grow old. I know the band. Uh, and that's uh, Toad the Wet Sprocket. Mm-hmm. And it's, and then- oh, wait, hold on. Fly the ocean, I think didn't you just end the song? Well, yeah, but there's an, a radio edit that oh, has the, "Walk the on the Ocean." Yeah, "Walk on the Ocean." All right, yeah, nicely done. All right, that's that is correct. One for one. Let me get my pen out. Okay, one. All right, next one. <clears throat> Give us any chance, we'll take it. Give us any rule, we'll break it. Uh, Laverne and Shirley. Yeah. Oh wait, we're gonna make our dreams come true. Doing it our way. Excellent. That's two. All right. Got it. All right. Number three. 
what walks downstairs alone or in pairs and makes a slinkity sound, a spring, a spring, a marvelous thing. Everyone knows it's slinky. Nice. That was a little plug for me. Yeah, I figured that. <laughs> All right. Number four, you're, you're, th you're three for three so far. Okay. Every time I touch you, you get hot. I want to make love. You never stop. Come up for air. You pull me to the floor. What's been going on in that head of yours? Oh, Unskinny Bop. Yes, just blows me away. Oh, my God. Can he do all five? All right, number five. Toughest one. Okay. Here we go. I want all my shit back. Oh, that's not fair. That's cheating. <laughs> I know, but I love that. So what's the next line? I want all my shit back. Except for the Cedar Point keychain key with our picture in it, you can keep that. Exactly. And I love that. And it's very specific to where we live because everybody had the little, you look through the thing and you see the little picture that take you to the beginning of Cedar Point. Those of us from Michigan, Ohio, that area, uh, Chris wrote a very funny song. Uh, that was, had to been what, 10 years ago? Um, Longer. <laughs> really? I think it was called the ultimate breakup song. Am I right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Available Great. on iTunes. Grace, do we have the clip? Roll the clip, honey. The clip of the song. Ultimate breakup song. No. If we needed a different cable, you just... All right, so we don't have... You guys can find that on YouTube and on iTunes. That's uh, J. Chris Newark, the ultimate breakup song. Yeah, sorry about that. Um, no problem. But no, a, a very funny song in one of your first. I remember hearing it. I think you may have played it on Drew and Mike back in the day uh, on an interview, uh, or maybe that was the one where it was the stalker song. I don't know. Either one. Um, that was just a funny song. And yeah, yeah, I threw that in there because I didn't think that you would get unskinny bop so i thought at least that way i'd give you a, a mulligan but mm -hmm. uh you know you got unskinny bop so cheers brother yeah thanks man mm -hmm. no that's cool uh there was a question that came up um on the on the when i when i advertised the show mm -hmm. uh if you have any questions for jay chris newberg uh shoot shoot them to me uh one of them uh With the first question who is jay chris newberg no that no, that, that was such <laughs> That was like the third one. Um, uh, Jay Chris Newberg, can you feel in real time? Yeah, absolutely. Um, sometimes I choose to not use and take activity or like power over my ability. And sometimes I choose like to feel days later. Okay, gotcha. Because you know how like some people on Instagram do like photo dumps? So is that like a lot of photos at once? Yeah, I do okay. like a field dump. Explain. I just like wait for the proper moment and then I just oh. feel everything. I thought you said field dump. No, and field like, dump. Okay. I'm like, that sounds like. Yeah, I just. Uh, are we, I mean, I are we shit in the woods is what I are, like to yeah, do. Are we, are we camping? What's going yeah, on here? That's what I like to do. All right. Cool. <laughs> gotcha. All right, so uh, at the end of our show here, what we like to do, because we're, uh, we're about on the time that I thought we would be, uh, since this was inspired by the Facebook page, Eat, Drink, and Be Merry, I'm going to ask you about each one of those things. So 
Chris, what have you eaten or wanted to eat lately that was super awesome? Talk about food for a couple seconds or a dish or a restaurant or something while I smoke this cigar. All right. Um, I really like uh, I really like breakfast, but I don't eat it very often because it's just like doesn't sit well. So today I had eggs and uh, I scrambled them. And uh, I put some uh, Tabasco in there and some onions and cheese. And then I toasted some bread, but then I grilled it on the other side and melted the cheese under the eggs. And then I put the eggs on top of the one piece of bread. And then I had water with it because I'm dangerous. Water, huh? Uh huh. Jesus Christ, man. Yeah. This is a family show, man. I'm gonna need I, can I can tell. I can tell. I'm, I'm going to need you to dial it back for the next episode. All right. What are you drinking lately? Uh, I drink the same things only, and that's Miller Lite, tequila, and water. Not all at the same time. You'll never. I don't think. I don't think so. But you've never. I, it's rare that I consume anything else. So you're not a craft beer guy. You're not like IPAs and styles. Yeah, no, I, I, I don't like the the heaviness of them. Okay. And I and I get annoyed at the annoying name. Like I can't drink a beer that it's like Kevin's left ear. Okay. <laughs> right. Hey, Grace, grab me one of those beers from the fridge. Yeah, the Kevin's left here. Those are hot. It's it's close. It's a new one. Yeah, give it. A <laughs> uh, this is called Four Four Giants IPA. Uh, it's got Four Giants on it. I don't know the story on it, but yeah, I hear you with the name Four Giants IPA. Yeah, I just don't want to think about it. I don't want to just sure. like, oh, where did this come from? Sure, I understand. Um, well, you. You know what? If you can find it out there, you should uh, drink Stroh's because it's a Detroit. I like, I like Stroh's. Can you get it out there in California? No. no. Yeah, no. There's, there's been a reissue of Stroh's. Like a, a company bought Stroh's and is starting to make it uh, by the old school way that they used to make it. Spectacular. Oh, yeah, maybe I'll uh, try to send you some. That'd be great. All right. Um, what are you listening to? Anything new musically that you're digging? Um, I say this. Uh with confidence and happiness uh, my friend steve taylor he's got a, a band called the steve taylor three they're a michigan group and they play out when you can play out sure and uh his most recent record uh i don't know what it was called but it's great it's like and i was in a band with this kid and i was like why wouldn't you have written these songs when we were together you did like they're so they're so good what's the genre i mean is it uh it's every it's every band you've ever wanted to be in done better really okay yeah and it's just uh it is what it is but it's great and it's like i'm all of his songs are catchy and he and he can he's such a great instrumentalist and it's wonderful so steve taylor three steve taylor three making a note grace write that down honey thank you. steve taylor three mm -hmm. you could the number or the word is whatever i'm sure we'll okay and what are you watching movies tv Catching up uh, on anything? What's going on? First off, have you seen Wayne on Amazon? I have not. I you, don't you even know what you're talking about. Tonight, if you have Amazon mm -hmm. or or the next time you have themed whatever, you'll binge the whole thing. You'll love it. It's like this young high school Clint Eastwood type kid whose really? dad dies. And so he goes on a pilgrimage to Florida from Boston with his high school girlfriend to uh, retain his father's trans am that his mother when she left took 
this sounds great. <laughs> it's fucking awesome. And, Wayne. Uh, okay. Wayne on Amazon is great. Mm-hmm. Uh, Your Honor is spectacular. I mean, I've I heard think- that's great. Yeah, I, I love Cranston anyway, and I heard it was a, a pretty a pretty good show. Did you finish up on Cobra Kai season three yet? I have the last episode left. Okay. You know, and I'm I think I'm I I, I hear that maybe there's two episodes because I heard that Elizabeth Shue was on two episodes. But yeah, I, didn't, I haven't seen, seen it. Yet. Yeah, so then you got two to go. Yeah, so she comes back. She looks great. Yeah, she's pretty amazing. Yeah, she looks great. She's. I, uh, I hated her in the first one, but like, we get along now. Good. I mean, hey, is you know bygones be bygones. You know, she really she set him up. She set up Matteo. Kinda, kinda. And then you know what? And then I kind of lost more respect for her. Because I had a little bit of a crush on her, and then I lost a little bit more respect for her when I found out that that dude on Melrose Place was her brother. Mm-hmm. I didn't like. I didn't like you. Yeah, I did not like that guy at all. Let me let me tell you. Let me tell you why her mm-hmm. and why Jenny from Forrest Gump are men haters, <laughs> and make it only about them. Let me explain this to you. Yeah, hit it's me. Import- it's important for you to know. Okay, so Allie starts off letting, knowing full well that her motorcycle fucking boyfriend dude is karate guy and he shows up with eight of his friends so she's like yeah you know what why don't you defend me and get your ass kicked in a new scenario then she just leaves him after he got his ass kicked then in high school her friends are all like you're a fucking loser i don't know what she sees in you maybe she could have taken five seconds and been like hey becky get off daniel he's great i like him yeah he tried to save my radio yeah yeah, you know, and, that was a decent boombox. It looked like a Sony. And then when she was like doing, when she was practicing cheerleading, she wasn't even paying attention to the routine. She could have fucked the routine up for the school. Someone on the pyramid could have died. That's she not was, fair. That's not fair to the rest of the team. It's not. And so then she goes on a date with Daniel and, you know, she puts him through the humiliation of making him in that green station wagon meet their dad, who is like the ultimate gun toting human hater and he's all like yeah what's up that's me i'm the king and um then all of a sudden she gets him then she brings him to the she gets him beat up a bunch yeah i'm not a fan i'm with you man she has uh i i guess um in the in the story arc of the movie uh, she comes back to him at the end and and cheers for him when uh, he does the elite, Ill, Ill, clearly illegal crane kick. Because mm-hmm. remember, you not, you can't hit anybody in the face. It doesn't count for a point. Right. But, but he hits Johnny squarely in the face and he still won. Uh, but she cheers him on. So I guess they're. But then again, in Karate Kid 2, she's written off. Uh, yeah. Allie broke up with me and she crashed the car. And I never want to see her again. Let's go to Okinawa because Asian chicks, it's a right. whole other genre. Right. But right. the car that she crashed is still in Miyagi's fucking garage in, in his in his lot. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Still has it. Mm-hmm. Fucking yeah. alley. Don't even get me started on Jenny. Jenny. Yeah, no, so, Jenny's a whole, I could do a whole episode on Jenny. I could okay. really do a whole episode. We should we should do an episode on Jenny. Fuck All her. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Let's do a Jenny episode. I'll wear my Jenny t-shirt and yeah. we'll go. Because I have one. All right, let's see, man. I think I, I think we did a pretty good first show. What do you think? Good for you, man. I uh, yeah. I'm, I think that you're going to do very well at this. You're natural. Um, you've got a good voice. You know what you're talking about about stuff, and you've got people who enjoy hearing what you have to say. 
it seems so, like it. and people seem to like grace on the on the yeah. chat so yeah. uh we'll see if we can get her on camera one of these days uh thank you jay chris newberg where can folks find you where are we looking for you uh you can find me all over social media at the chris army or i have a podcast heroin has a great publicist which is everywhere yeah no it's and it's also super funny uh lots of varieties of folks on there uh yeah there it is there's the thing and uh there's people as uh cool as um screenwriters comics actors and people is uh funny as as me on there so yeah definitely check that out uh like to thank Jay Chris Newberg, Grace, of course. Next week, we got uh, Jonathan Danger Cole. We're going to be talking exclusively about Detroit-style pizza and RoboCop. So join us in. Check us out on all the little social media stuff. You can find us at the Slink Institute. Thanks for making this very first episode of success. We will talk to you guys soon. Thanks, everybody.